Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Focus for Wednesday, November the 9th, 2022, at 9, 10 a.m. Central Time. Today's Focus, personification personification, specifically personification used in the book of Proverbs, and even more specific, personification being used in Proverbs 31. And if that is correct, that would destroy a whole lot of sermons that have been preached on Proverbs 34, 31, I should say, Proverbs 31, that would, um, well, let's just say, make women feel extremely Guilty. So personification in Proverbs 31, not 34. What is personification? Personification occurs when a thing or abstraction is represented as a person in literature or art as a type of anthropomorphic metaphor. So let's get that down, all right? This is your focus for today. I really want you to focus on this. The concept of personification, specifically in Proverbs 31. (laughs) I still don't know why I said Proverbs 34, but all right, here we go. Personification occurs when a thing or abstraction is represented as a person in literature or art as a type of anthropomorphic metaphor. So in other words, anthropomorphic is the idea you take this concept, you take this thing that that you may not that may not be in a sense tangible, and you personify it, you give it the characteristics of a person, you you describe it in terms that we can relate to, that we can see. Personification. Well, if you know anything about the book of Proverbs, you know that wisdom is constantly personified as a woman. We see this in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Proverbs chapter 1, look, starting in verse, let's go all the way back to, uh, I'm in chapter, I'm in Proverbs chapter 31. Let's go back to the beginning. Proverbs chapter 1. I wasn't going to to read this, but just, just because I want to make sure people understand. Wisdom calls out in the street. She makes her voice heard in the public square. She cries out above the commotion. She speaks at the entrance of the city gates. Wisdom is being personified as a woman. Personally, I think in in the book of Proverbs, wisdom is personified as a father. Wisdom is personified as a mother. Wisdom is personified as a, as a, 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 a she. Uh, it's personified in these different ways. But for some reason, we, we tend to forget this. Proverbs chapter 8, all the way through chapter 9. If you go to Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8. There's chapter 9. Chapter 8, uh, it says, Does wisdom call out? Doesn't understanding make her voice heard? And this goes throughout uh, chapter 8, all the way into chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out her seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. 
Over and over and over, personification is used in the book of Proverbs to describe wisdom as a woman or as, I think, as a father. I think over and over. Many cases, though, the sermons are preached, well, that, the, that, that, that this is the words of an actual father to a son. I think it's the words of wisdom personified as a father. And I think in some cases, when it talks about a woman, that in many cases, that it will be preached like it's a literal woman. Let me give you an example. Go to Proverbs chapter 31, the famous Proverbs chapter 31 chapter, right? Uh, the very last chapter of Proverbs, chapter 31, verses 10 through 31 contains a description of the life of a woman who, I mean, come on, let's be honest. It describes a woman who's basically a superhero, that it's superhuman. I mean, look at the way that woman described is in Proverbs 34, right? And we, we constantly, and at least in American churches, I cannot speak about churches outside of the United States. You, uh, you, uh, if you're a woman, I, you have to, to loathe those sermons. Uh-oh, going to church today, pastor's going to be on Proverbs 31. Oh no, I know what's about to happen here. Because basically, it's preached like this. Ladies, this is what you should be like. You should be just like this woman. This is the right kind of woman. This is the godly woman. This is the godly wife. This is what you should be. And come on, how, how could anyone's life look that perfect? It, not only is it beyond intimidating, I'm going to go on. It's impossible. No woman will ever live up to that. And so she would be in a perpetual state of disobedience and a perpetual state of guilt. But is it possible that Proverbs 31 is not actually describing an individual? The question in verse 10, a wife of noble character who can find? Yeah, yeah. The answer is absolutely no one can find the wife that's described in Proverbs 31. It can't. Because is it possible that no, the Proverbs 31 woman is a description of a perfect, wise life? It's a description of wisdom lived out, but it's being personified in a woman, in a wife. The, the woman is wisdom personified. In fact, if you think about it, the woman, when you get to Proverbs 31, you're at the last chapter. The woman in Proverbs 31 really embodies the characteristics which have already been seen throughout the book of Proverbs. You take the woman in Proverbs 31 and everything that's described to her is what has been described early on. Right? That's the way it works. A, a wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife uh, is like decay in his bones. He who finds a wife finds, fi finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. So if you, if you, if you, and that's in Proverbs chapter 12, Proverbs chapter 18. In other words, many of the things mentioned is just personified right there in Proverbs 31. Now, you may never thought about this. You may, you may, you may, uh, con, con, you may, you may not, you may never consider this. You may never have given this much thought, but I, I, I think that you should consider this. So, so finding a noble wife is a good thing. All right. But the woman described here has many other good characteristics, which are to apply to both men and women. If you look at the woman in Proverbs 30, 31, much of her character and many of the things she does really should describe 
everyone in some way, shape, or form, because it's just uh, wisdom being personified. For example, throughout the Proverbs, hard work and diligence are encouraged. Proverbs 10.4, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth, right? So wisdom is not lazy. Wisdom is diligent. The woman in Proverbs 31 clearly is not lazy. She is diligent. It's just wisdom, wisdom personified. All right. According to verse 20, Proverbs 31, uh, the woman opens her arms basically to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. She is generous with her wealth. This is a quality which Proverbs commends. Proverbs 14, 31, whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whosoever is kind to the needy honors God. See, every characteristic of her is found in the book of Proverbs elsewhere. So I wonder... If we've taken Proverbs 31, which I believe, I mean, look, early on, Proverbs chapter 1 starts off the personification of wisdom. It starts, it starts turning, uh, representing wisdom as a person in different ways. I think that shows up early in Proverbs. And if it shows up early in Proverbs, then we need to maintain that kind of understanding and hermeneutic all the way to the end. But we get to Proverbs 31, and it's almost like, forget wisdom that's the woman you should marry. That's the woman all of you women in this church should be. That's the kind of wife you should be. And if you're not that, you need to repent. And if you're not that, you need to, you need to do better. You need to try harder. No, I think maybe that's just continuing what was started in chapter one. Here's wisdom being shown, lived, lived out in the life of a wife or of a woman. Now, all of us, needs to strive for those characteristics. All of us needs to be, in a sense, all of us needs to be the wife in Proverbs 31. I, I, I think that that's the way I, I could, I could go, I could go all the way through. I think I could go all the way through, through it. I would just challenge you. Look at all the characteristics of the woman, the wife in Proverbs 31, and go through the rest and, and look back in the early parts of Proverbs and find those characteristics described. This is the conclusion, right? So we could say it this way. In Proverbs 31, it is not describing any old woman. It is intended as the embodiment of a life of wisdom. It is a beautiful poetic description of what the life of wisdom looks like, a life lived with the fear of the Lord at its heart, a life lived walking in God's way. All right. I, I, I think that there's, I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that. Now, uh, yeah, we, we, <laughs> I'm still getting used to the today's focus format because I only have 15 minutes. So I'm sorry if I went through that really, 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 really fast, but I hope that this will be something you will focus on today. I want you to just think about this. I want you to look at Proverbs 31 and just read it and read it and read it. The section on the the supposed wife and go, wait a minute. What if I handled this, that this is just wisdom personified and that everything described here has been described throughout the whole book. And this is the dramatic, poetic, beautiful conclusion to the book. Everything that has gone before all of the lessons, all of the descriptions, everything finds its conclusion in this beautiful, poetic personification of wisdom as a wife, as a woman. 
Now, we should all strive to be it. Now, we're all going to fall short of it. I, does, does that work better? Does that work better? And and the only one who's truly, truly, truly the, the 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 I mean Jesus is ultimately the ultimate wisdom, right? He he is the the all wisdom is ultimately found in him. So in Christ we are wise, we are Proverbs 31 in Christ. In practice, we should strive for it, but I just don't know if this should be that this is. I, I guess you could argue this is this is the characteristics the husband should have, and the wife, and the child. Anyone who claims to be a believer and wants to fear God and and follow biblical wisdom, but we're all going to fall short of it if we see it as wisdom. If we see it as wisdom. Right? If we see it as wisdom, who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. Right? Who can find the, the noble character? Wisdom has noble character. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not like any good thing. If, if we trust in biblical wisdom, if we truly trust in biblical wisdom, in a sense, we won't be lacking any good thing as far as, well, because wisdom gives us the good thing where foolishness doesn't. Wisdom rewards him with good, not evil. All the days of her life, she, she selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. In other words, wisdom provides for us. Like if we read it that way, I think it works. I think it works. I, I'm going I'm to just leave it there. Today's focus is for you to consider Proverbs 31, not Proverbs 34. Proverbs 31 makes me so mad that I messed that up. Hopefully it was only once. I want you to consider that, that Proverbs 31, when it's speaking of the godly wife that's been basically used as a club to beat women down and to make them feel guilty, that it's really a beautiful poetic conclusion of a book about wisdom. And that wisdom and all the lessons about it is being described in a, in a, in a personification of a woman and of a wife. But it's really about wisdom. Can't wait to get your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com or talk about it in the Discord channel. God bless.